When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, why do you have a microphone? I have a microphone because I am a podcaster, and I am out on Car Free JFK recording people for a podcast. Oh. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What is your name? Is that okay? Yeah. What is your name, and what are you thankful for in San Francisco in 2022? Uh, Fiona. Fiona Johnson. What do you think? that this place doesn't have cars anymore. Thank you. Good job, kiddo. You just heard a delightful moment from JFK Promenade where I went on roller skates the other day and asked the question, what are you thankful for in San Francisco in 2022? Heather Knight, welcome to our first and hopefully not last Thanksgiving episode. (laughs) It better not be the last. Thank you. This is a draft. This is you and me discussing what we're thankful for in San Francisco, but we really are bringing our total SF audience into it. And I'm going to tell you, I went out there for a JFK promenade celebration and like pretty much everybody who listens to our podcast is there (laughs) and I recorded them and they're saying what they're thankful for too. I wonder what the main answer could be. Well, you know, I had a rule that uh, if anybody said JFK Promenade, they had to give me a second thing that they're thankful for. But there was a broad range. There are other things, too. I walked away feeling better about San Francisco. How do you feel about San Francisco right now? What's kind of your state of the city address? Uh, I'm feeling more optimistic than I was this time last year. Last year, it still felt like everything was just dragging on and everything sucked. But I feel more optimistic this year. And we'll get to the reasons why in the core of the episode. Maybe we should give a joint state of the city address. (laughs) I really like this idea, a state of the city address as a Total SF podcast, maybe in early 2023. Are you on board, Heather? Yes, but only if we can give it together wearing our matching holiday ugly Bart sweaters, which we now own. (laughs) Yes, I got a very early Christmas gift from Heather. We have matching Bart sweaters, which are like the most difficult thing to get. I mean, like more than Taylor Swift tickets, (laughs) getting a Bart ugly holiday Christmas sweater is um, absolute gold in San Francisco. I will confess that I just happened to see the Bart tweet right when it went out and went straight to the link. And then I wasn't sure if I should get a small or a medium. So I figured I'd just get both and figure it out later thinking if the medium fit, I would give the small to my older son. But he looked at them and was like, I don't want that anywhere near my closet. It is so ugly. So what you're trying to tell me is I was like your fourth place consolation yeah. prize. Yeah, and I needed the small so you get the medium. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, putting my holiday Bart sweater in a safe because it is now the most valuable thing I own. And this is Total SF. Thank you very much. So 
So it's our Thanksgiving episode, Heather. We're going to each pick what we're thankful for in San Francisco. And throughout this, we're going to hear from our listeners who are talking about what they're thankful for. Really good chance, even though this is a really positive topic, that we're going to get in a fight anyway. But I'm thinking this is going to be kind of a positive episode. Well, if you pick Star Trek Four as one of your choices, we will get in a fight. <laughs> okay. Do we have rules? We, we always talk about this for a draft episode. What are the rules in terms of what we can and can't pick? I think we should have a rule that it needs to be San Francisco specific. We can't do a generic, I'm thankful for like my family or my friends or food on the table, which we are, but anybody anywhere could be thankful for that. Okay. I, I think also tangible things are better than theoretical things. Um, the Central Subway may be open by the time we're talking <laughs> about this, but since it's not open right now as we're recording, I can't pick the Central Subway because it's theoretical. Yeah. You can't pick writing it because as we're recording, it's not open yet. But you could say you're thankful that there's finally a date on the calendar. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. So we've got the rules down. Uh, I'm going to let you pick first. I'm going to take one first that I think you might steal from me. So I'm going to go with I'm thankful for San Francisco weather. As the climate gets increasingly crazy around the world and awful, we continue to have a moderate climate in San Francisco. And while sometimes it can be windy, which can be annoying, um, overall, I think we're really lucky for our weather with the breezes, Carl, the fog, cool days. We even had rain recently. I almost forgot what that was. Um, We've had a pretty smoke-free wildfire season, so it's been pretty clear skies. Just the other day, the Chronicle welcomed a new reporter to the City Hall team named St. John Barnes-Smith, who moved from Houston. I had lunch with him yesterday. Shout out to the Assembly Cafe and Civic Center and its picnic tables in the grass. And he just moved from Houston and said the weather there was like living in a hot, wet sock. (laughs) So I'm really glad that living in San Francisco doesn't feel like living in dirty laundry. (laughs) That's a great one. Um, By the way, he likes to be called Sinjin. Yes, that's this is his nickname. so cool. I wish I had a cool nickname like that. I don't know, Pihar. I don't know. There's nothing. It doesn't work. Uh, what is your perfect day? Like, what is your, you wake up and you've got a day off and you're going to be able to spend it in Golden Gate Park or somewhere else outdoors. Like, what is your perfect climate and temperature? I love 68 to 70 degrees right in that very narrow window. Um, I'm increasingly a weather wimp. So anything above like 75 or 80, I'm like super hot, even though I grew up in Davis, which was regularly (laughs) in the triple digits. So um, I like a light breeze, clear skies, 68 to 70, and then a lovely like pink and gold sunset. Yeah, that's very specific. Um, I, uh, I like like that first summer or late spring day where you can wear a t-shirt at like 6.30 as the sun's going down. But I think my favorite San Francisco weather is like 59 degrees, but super sunny where you're wearing a hoodie, but also sunglasses. Mm. Um, perfect weather to do our uh, Golden Gate Park tour, which my wife did the <laughs> other day. Always uh, got to plug that. Yeah, yeah. Well, good one, good one, weather. Luckily, and this has happened sometimes when we do a draft, yours is super broad and mine are super specific. Okay. Like, I'm thankful for the number three combo at La Taqueria. <laughs> no, no, it's not that specific. But uh, I am thankful for disco balls. 
Uh, Whoa. We live in a great disco ball town. I was thinking this the <laughs> other day. This did not occur to me. It did not occur to you. I was thinking it the other day because I was at the chapel watching. Um, I've seen Chuck Prophet a couple times there. He's coming up soon, uh, coming back there. And But I've seen James McMurtry and looked up, and there's this fantastic disco ball and this old mortuary that's converted into a music venue. And I started thinking about just like all the disco balls in town. Uh, at the Oasis, our friends the Tree Twins when mm-hmm. we recorded in their living room, disco balls everywhere, Church of Eight Wheels. Leah Garchik, our former colleague, gave me a like little motorized disco ball that's behind my desk right now wow. when I work at home. And I think disco balls are a sign of a party first city. Uh, San Francisco really knows how to celebrate, wants any excuse for a party. You know there's going to be a good party or a good parade after a sports team wins Mm -hmm. or you win a legislative victory like JFK Promenade. When I went out to record these thankful notes that we're hearing throughout this episode, um, just everybody, I knew, like, everybody's going to be in a good mood and I'm going to get out there. The weather was perfect, 59 degrees and sunny. And I I just dig that about the city. It knows how to party. It knows how to celebrate. And I distill that into the disco balls. (laughs) That is my pick. Well, you did not steal it from me. That was not on my (laughs) list, but I do like that choice a lot. Good one. Yeah, this is going to be the easiest question you got from a journalist all November. Uh, What is your name and what are you thankful about in San Francisco in 2022? Uh, my name is Scott Weiner, and I'm thankful that that this city is just amazing. And with all of the challenges we have and all the negativity that um, we hear about San Francisco, it's still the best city on the planet. We still have this, these amazing treasures like JFK and Golden Gate Park and and just so many beautiful things in the city and I am just so grateful to be able to live here and to be able to represent this community. I was, I'm also grateful that I'm being interviewed by a reporter who's wearing roller skates. I, I love that. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks okay. for all you did here. Yeah, I appreciate you. it. Appreciate it yeah. Could you give me your name and what you are thankful for in San Francisco in 2022? Hi, this is Cliff Parger. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind being here at the JFK Promenade Beer Garden is I'm thankful that the the voters of San Francisco have reaffirmed JFK Promenade and the Great Walkway and these wonderful car-free spaces and also reaffirmed um, funding for Muni. So we've really, I think, got a mandate here to improve public transportation, build more car-free spaces, um, all the stuff you and Heather spend a lot of time talking about. So. And I have one rule. If you pick car-free JFK, uh, you have to pick um, one more thing as well. What okay. else are you thankful for in 2022? I'll just go with like the general positivity that people have had this year. Like 2021, it felt like we are to the pandemic. Like we weren't like at this point, it's clear we're never quite going to be out of it. But um, just there's a lot of optimism. I feel like when I go to a baseball game or I go to a place like this, I'm looking around at people who looked out for me and yeah. I looked out for them. Yeah. And I don't know that every community can say that. Oh, yeah. And 
you can argue what we did right and wrong, but I feel like as a community, we looked out for each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Heather, what's your number two? Well, this is another broad category, um, but kind of a similar vibe to the disco ball. I'm picking um, arts and culture, and I definitely missed that during the pandemic when the only thing you could do was go for a walk. I was like, okay, I like going for walks, but how many more walks can we go on? I'm so glad that the nightlife is back, and that's part of what makes living in San Francisco, which can be expensive and frustrating, so worth it. So I've been making up for lost time recently by hitting as many plays, concerts, museums, and other events as I can, and it's been super fun. Um, Some of my recent super fun nights were just saw Lizzo at Chase Center. She was amazing, one of my favorite shows ever. I'd seen her at um, Bill Graham in 2019, but um, she wasn't able to perform, obviously, until recently. It was a great show with the big girls, if you've seen that show from Netflix. And former Total SF podcast guests Lexi Pence and Hunter Pence were there celebrating Lexi's birthday. They're big Lizzo fans. I also saw Lady Gaga at Oracle Park, Jagged Little Pill, Moulin Rouge, To Kill a Mockingbird, went dancing at Blondie's, got drinks at Top of the Mark. So I'm trying to squeeze as much fun as possible into my busy weeks, and it's been a lot of fun. And I'm really thankful we can do that again. Great pick. Uh, I was really jealous when I saw your, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter photos from Lizzo. Yeah. But uh, fantastic pick. And speaking of which, we have something on the calendar together for my birthday. We are going to go see the Golden Girls drag show at the Victoria Theater in December. Everybody should get their tickets. It's awesome. Great disco ball there, I think. (laughs) I don't know. That's not a guarantee. I assume. Excellent number two, Heather. And um, no fighting yet because... I am thankful for watercraft. <laughs> what? <laughs> Disco balls and watercraft? Yeah, I mean, I was going to do the ferry system, but I realize that I'm thankful kind of for all things that float in San Francisco. <laughs> um, you are taking so many interesting detours. <laughs> yes. What uh, about disco balls on watercraft? Oh my God! Could you imagine? <laughs> oh wow! This is this is our, our next total SF event is forming on my list here. Um, I love our ferry system. I just love that um, it's growing and they're getting these new ferries and thinking about the future and connecting the Bay Area even more, as we learned in our our ferry episode a few few weeks back. But um, I just love like our paddle boating. Clay Thompson on his boat, Treasure Island Ferry. I I just love the fact that we have this body of water and it's this whole other area that I feel like in my adulthood I am exploring in San Francisco. Um, I want to get back on a paddleboard with you and go to McCovey Cove. Uh Um, I love our watercraft in this town and I'm I'm not ashamed to say it Heather <laughs> I never use the word watercraft I'm gonna have to change that I would like to add pedal boats at Still Lake to your list is it pedal boats or paddle boats I, well you actually are pedaling how about the little model boats at Spreckles Lake that the old men sail those are good but I think that might be going too far because I like the idea of me being in the water and seeing this city in the Bay Area in a different way I think it goes well with your weather pick too yeah. I mean I'm thinking back to our um, total transit adventure and what a high point it was to be in the pilot area Mm -hmm. of a ferry when the sun's coming up on San Francisco. I can't think of many things 
more beautiful that I've seen in the Bay Area. And I've seen a lot of beautiful things. So watercraft, <laughs> go watercraft. You did not steal one from me again. Okay. We'll be right back after this short break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, you're number three. Um, I do not think this was on your list. It's kind of broad again, but I am thankful for San Francisco voters. We just had a big election, and um, polling was showing that San Francisco voters are really mad, and they're frustrated with the state of the city, and they have good reason to be, and um, political insiders were worried that that would lead to voting no on everything and just kind of storming the ballot in a pissed-off, rage-filled mood, Um, and they didn't. So um, they picked some more moderate candidates and also went for some progressive measures to fund um, Muni, which is really important, and schools and libraries, and they backed the car-free JFK promenade, kept the Great Highway car-free on the weekends. Um, They rejected the idea to put to um, mandate that cars be allowed to drive on the southern part of the Great Highway, even if, as it's crumbling into the sea. <laughs> so I think they made a lot of good decisions. And um, I am thankful that they put their money where their mouth is. They want a functioning city government, and they were willing to fund it. So I think it was um, good results. Yeah, I, I have the benefit of not living in San Francisco. I live in Alameda, so I can kind of just gaze from afar. <laughs> At the dysfunction and, from afar. Yeah, and it's sort of like the science experiment going on that doesn't always directly affect me. I do work here, and I love the city, and I have history here, and I have opinions, but a lot of what's going on, the candidates and some of the initiatives I look in, I'm kind of like, eh. But... JFK Promenade, parks, libraries, transit. I feel like that's our core future. It's our kids and grandkids. So I was very personally invested in um, JFK Promenade, and I was happy to see that happen. As you're hearing uh, from a lot of our listeners who are weighing in today. So great pick. Yeah. Wow. Such pressure. My name is Sarah Katz-Hyman. What am I thankful for in... San Francisco in 2022. I'm thankful for the fact that you're wearing skates and grass. A a huge accomplishment. I'm thankful for my dog. It's about a month, or almost at my two-year adoptiversary, and he has increased the joy in my life so much. I'm thankful for friends I've made in places near and far. My name's Mark Hogan, and I'm thankful for having safe places to spend time outdoors. I'm Heather Miller, and I'm thankful for car-free JFK because kids can't drive and kids can't vote. So everybody showed up and made a space that's safe for kids to play and meet people in their community. And you are giving out chocolate chip cookies on car-free JFK today? Is that what's going on? That's true. That's true. Yeah. How's the response been? Um, Very positive. (laughs) Much like car-free JFK. (laughs) Chocolate chip cookies poll at like 99.8%. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's easy to please people if you give them cookies. I'm Jackson. I'm grateful for Carfree JFK and um, on the new BART cars, the uh, the display that shows you where you are on the line and where all the other lines are. Why doesn't every transit have that? Just the full inter like full updating map all the time. I think that's a very good choice, and I also like that they fixed the bike racks because the bike racks oh, yeah. were. Uh, yeah, my name is Chris, and what am I thankful for? I am, first of all, just thankful to live here. Honestly, I never felt more at home anywhere in my life. I am also thankful for the voters of San Francisco because I think when it comes to the issues and the props, they always tend to vote in a way that brings us forward. Uh, we were the first city in America to have publicly operated transit, and now as a ballot measure. In this election, we are taxing vacant homes. We got car-free JFK. We got transit funding. I love it. I have one now. I mean, I'm out of kind of weird ones. Oh, so, I like the weird yeah, ones. Yeah, I know. Are you going to pick lawn bowling? I'm not going to pick lawn bowling. I'm not going to pick the um, the pork banh mi at Little Saigon or something really specific like that. Uh, I am thankful for independent bookstores and the people who support them. And that second part is really key. Uh, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, just looking at all these people who are going to start buying stuff on Amazon and people are like washing their groceries and afraid to go out in their communities. And I thought bookstores are toast. I mean, people aren't going to want to buy a book. The bookstores aren't going to be ready to sell them online. We're going to come out of this pandemic with half as many bookstores or a third. I mean, I, I really thought it was going to be horrible, and I didn't express this out loud. And the bookstores adapted in a way that I think is going to help them in the future, the ones that survived, and some didn't make it, but the ones that survived, I think, are in a better place to have people get pre-orders from them. Never pre-order from Amazon again. You can mm -hmm. work with your local bookstore. I just love how people supported them. I mean, people with so many of their local businesses in San Francisco stepped up, but it seems like with bookstores, people really rallied. They saw value in community spaces. Um, and I think, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna benefit from that for a long time. And I'm very, very, very thankful for it because I thought it was gonna be a catastrophe and we lost a couple, but you know, my favorite comic book shops are still operating. My favorite bookstores are still operating. And I hope people continue to support them while being thankful that they're here right now. Excellent. And I think you and I did our part by dressing in head-to-toe Green Apple Bookstore <laughs> gear throughout the entire pandemic. Yes. And I'm going to try and continue to do my part. There's a couple of uh, comic book stores that I love, Comic Experience and Isotope that I haven't been to in a while. So I'm making a mental note to uh, keep it going, too. Um, yeah. So that's my number three. We're Number four, we haven't had a fight. Maybe this oh will gosh. be a fight-free. <laughs> I think it's our first fight-free draft is coming up. Okay, well, it wouldn't be a Total SF draft episode if I did not somehow work in historic streetcars and cable cars. <laughs> I know everybody is shocked, but that is definitely something on the list I'm thankful for. Um, love the F cars, as anyone who follows me on social media knows. Love the cable cars. Should we divulge our cable car news now, Peter? I think so, yeah. Okay. We are recording this on, what day is this? What day is this? It's November 15th. As soon as we hit the stop button, we are getting on a cable car and riding it to the cable car barn where we are meeting our favorite Gritman Valupees to decorate a cable car in Chronicle paraphernalia. Um, he still has all the um, signs and other 
decorations from when we did that pre-pandemic and the decorated holiday cable cars are back so look for one soon with an extra extra read all about it sign on the top little man jumping out of his chair um, the big C ornaments it's going to be really cool hopefully we'll do some fun stuff with that um, before the holiday season I love this tradition. Um, yeah, like you said, our third year, and um, what a great combination of two classic things. The Chronicle around since 1865 and cable cars around... 1873. 1873. So um, Next year is 150 years, so note to Mayor Breed, you better start planning a big party <laughs> now. Great pick, no notes. Um, my last one is I am thankful for the total SF friends that we have made. Um, and people who are listening definitely count. Very, very early in my Chronicle career, I was lucky. I kind of jumped on the blogging thing when that happened and got this great community with my parenting blog, The Poop. My kids got older. SFGate kind of changed a few things they were doing. The Chronicle and SFGate separated. And I felt like I lost that. And what it really was, was kind of like practice for what we're doing now. And I just love that I meet so many wonderful people through kind of our adventures in the podcast. I like that my job and our podcast, because of it, I know Muni drivers and I know poets and artists. Uh, we know Will Clark and Hunter Pence and Rennell Brooks Moon, but I also know uh, Matthew, who takes my ticket at the Giants game at Lefty O'Doul. Um, I thought about that when we were out at JFK Promenade and I was recording all these things. I was just seeing one person after another who I was so happy to see people that I've met through Total SF and then meeting new people too, having people come up and say they listen to the podcast or I hear your friends with Heather Knight or whatever reason they come up and want to talk to me. And you, um, you dissuade them of that notion. I would never dissuade them of that notion. Um, and I think about our total transit too, coming in to the bleachers and having like so many friends there, just so many memories like that, that this is my job, but it's also been a, a, a great place to forge a bunch of friendships too. So that's my last one. We didn't fight at all. I totally agree with you. Um, I love Total SF also and all the people we've met. It's a really nice counterbalance to some of the hardcore columns I write criticizing the city um, when it's merited. So I love getting to celebrate San Francisco too with you and all of our listeners. And we've formed an awesome community that we're very thankful for. Woohoo! I was going to say, let's pick some also rants, but I think we should just like coast on this good vibe. <laughs> we might fight if we do that. Yeah, fighting's good. I think people like it when we fight a little <laughs> bit, but it makes things interesting. But uh, happy Thanksgiving, Heather. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey. Yeah, I will. And happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. We're going to have new episodes throughout the holidays and um, looking forward to that. And everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our music today is from the Sunset Shipwrecks, Castro organ player David Hegarty, and cable car bell ringing from eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com pod. My name is Janelle Wong, um, and I'm the executive director of the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition. And what I'm thankful for 
is that the San Franciscans have spoken um, and we have brought this wonderful, peaceful park space um, as a vision for everyone to like um, and access for everyone here. So this, this holiday season, that's what I'm thankful for. Hey, I'm Zach Lipton and I am thankful to after 50 years of effort on the part of San Franciscans before me and San Franciscans Day to have a permanent car-free JFK. Uh, Cedar, and I'm thankful that we get to keep this. Awesome. Uh, I have one rule. If you pick um, car-free JFK, you have to pick one other thing, too. You don't have to. You could tell me to fuck off. Is but. it cheating to say Great Highway? Uh, I don't think that's cheating. You can go for that. Okay. I'll go for Great Highway. Awesome. Uh, my name is Dan Johnson. Um, I'm out here on JFK on a beautiful day, and I'm thankful to be out here on JFK with my daughter and my good friend, and we bicycled here with our kids on car-free and car-light spaces the entire way, and I didn't have to worry about my kids dying. And I can also get a beer and a barbecue, and some barbecue, and watch my kids play with a whale in the middle of the road. I mean, that's wonderful, and I'm incredibly grateful for it. And one more thing, my daughter and I got a photo of us next to the doggy diner head up there, and I grew up going to one of the doggy diners when I grew up in Oakland. So I gotta send that to my dad and make him proud.